wake up. It's podcast day. It's podcast day, buddy. Are you ready for this? Again, you're napping now so you can stay up. This show is brought to you by Slice on Broadway. Supporting Pittsburgh podcasting with the perfect pepperoni pizza, SliceOnBroadway.com. And listeners like you, support this show at Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Sidekick Media Services. We are your sidekick in business for social media, video production, and more. Find out more at SidekickMediaServices.com. Hey guys, it's the Awesome Cast. I'm Mike Sorg at Sorgatron on the Twitter with the Awesome Cast 334 from Mayhem Studios here in Pittsburgh, PA. It's time to talk techie, get geeky, and uh, have some fun. I'm Mike Sorg again, uh, as I probably said already, a uh, tech guy and uh, uh, a video dude here in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, I'm working on my title. It's going to say video dude on my on my new business cards, by the way. Um, so, uh, But with me, I got a whole bunch of people in studio on the couch. First of all, John Chichilla joining us once again in Studio A. Hey, it's good to be back. How are you doing today? It's good, good. On, on this fine, blistery, snowy, rainy evening. <laughs> You're friendly. I, I, I interviewed. I interviewed <laughs> a wrestler. <laughs> I interviewed a wrestler in Mexico yesterday. You know, just like, come on, man. <laughs> I, I bet you he was a little warmer. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Gadget Guru, of course, the Big Bank International Incorporated Esquire. Where I work, or some sort that's of thing. That's who like I that. is. That's who you is. That's also, yes, that's a new. That's a new face on the couch. I don't think you've never been on the show officially, right, no, or anything no. like, or unofficially, maybe. No, <laughs> I don't think so. He is Aaron Parkas. He is uh, well. He, he makes really cool stuff. I do. You like with his hands and everything. Yeah. <laughs> like my mind just like, went. So- no, I uh, I design haunted houses, uh, escape rooms, and themed attractions. We might need to get that a little bit closer to you over there. All so, right. whoa, whoa, whoa. yeah. So, uh, um, Aaron is yeah. He, he builds a lot of stuff. Uh, I've seen some of it. It's like been for like plays and things like that, right? Plays, so, haunted houses, uh, movies that have been shot around Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. There you go. And I think yeah. we finally fixed his mic. Movies, movies, a few movies. Can you talk about say what movies? Uh, I was just working on Mindhunter that they were shooting. Where in, was that at? They were shooting that in Pittsburgh uh, oh, cool. all year. It's a Netflix series that's coming out next week or next next week next sometime this year. <laughs> I keep thinking it's 2016. I, next year. I think a lot of people don't <laughs> realize the movie industry that's here. Oh yeah, it's around, huge. Right? So they I shot mean, like three TV series here, here, three TV series here last year alone. Yeah, like yeah. a lot. There's and our lot friend, our friend Rob, that does work with us on on the pro wrestling shoots, he he uh, uh, has been has had some um, um, cameo roles on the Outsiders, yeah. I believe. So yep. yeah, and uh, so yeah, it's it's become a pretty big deal here in Pittsburgh. Still trying to resurrect a, a computer, so please pardon me if I'm a little bit distracted. But it, but as happens, one of our computers went down right as we're going to start the show, so. We're, we're we're kind of recovering from that, so I might not have anything to show, other than us. Uh, if you guys are on the video, feed, we're, so all we're all unique. We're all unique. There you go. And also, producer Missy is with us. Uh, we're going to be muting her mic periodically because she has a little bit of a cold. Yes, a little bit on the sick side. Just just a, just a little bit. 
and this is the week that he decides to get a camera on me when I've you know just look completely horrible. It's been trying, been trying. Yeah, At sorry. least he, that's okay. You got a monkey in the shot. There is a monkey. Monkey. And a mustache. I like monkey a mustache. and a mustache. <laughs> there you go. Um, of course, this is your awesome cast. You can check us out at awesomecast.kiest. Hmm. I've been doing that a lot lately. Awesomecast.net. Uh, you can uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, or video versions on YouTube or Facebook for AwesomeCast. Uh, you can also drop us a line, AwesomeCast, on the Twitter or AwesomeCast at SorgatronMedia.com. And, of course, check us out over on Rivers Edge, River Edge P- RiversEdgePGH.com. Uh, they're going to be moving the schedule around there, uh, but you can go over there and check out that new schedule as it rolls out. And uh, and thank you so much to them for supporting us. And, and I've been listening to a bit of their music as I've been Ubering around town as well, or lifting. I'm going to say lifting, because I, I feel I feel like I can't like disclose that I'm on Uber anymore, because that's kind of <laughs> become a touchy subject this week, I guess. Uh, also, we're here live every Tuesday at live.awesomecast.net, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, if everything is working, or enough of it is working for us to get online, I guess. Uh, but uh, So please uh, go check us out there. And join us in the chat, which uh, for now we're using Facebook Live. If you're following the Facebook page, you'll get notifications when we go live with that and any other side stuff we've been doing, too. Uh, thanks to our friends that have been uh, supporting us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash AwesomeCast. Over at the Coffee Club $5 level is Matt Weller. Matt underscore Weller on the Twitter. One T, by the way. And Mike Fedor, uh, the, uh, Mike Fedor show on Twitter as well. Been seeing some cool stuff from him on the internets as well. Thank you so much. You guys can support the show, uh, get updates, get gold content. We need to do a gold for this week, uh, which is uh, lately has been me complaining about my Drobo situation. The Drobo's coming around, guys. By the way, maybe the gold I should update people on the Drobo. <laughs> yeah, what's uh, uh, after? No, no, after show. After the show, remind me talking about my Drobo. My multiple Drobos. Uh, so let's get into it with our awesome things of the week. First, uh, Chilla, as I'm trying to get visuals going, this, I'm thinking yours is the last vis- visual, visual of these. W- what's going on with cloud computing? That wasn't mine. That is not, oh, that's, that's not you. That's not you. This one. So which one's yours? Mine's Linea. Linea. There you go. What, is mine, did I put it in the wrong spot? No, no, no. I'm reading the wrong spot. Am I in the right doc? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. <laughs> so do you want me to go with Linea? Yes, or? please okay. go with Linea. So Linea, so Linea is from Icon Factory. For those of you not familiar with Icon Factory, they make applications like Twitterific. Um, they actually came out with a pretty simple sketchbook. And when it comes to sketchbooks and notebooks, I think simplicity definitely is important. So for a $9.99 app, on the Apple App Store. Um, it is a bit pricey when it comes to these types of things, but there's no in-app purchases. The one thing that caught my eye was kind of how the sketches are organized into folders. It kind of brought me back to kind of the some of the other note-taking applications. Um, what I liked about it was the tool sets are, are relatively simply, simply organized around the screen. And the cool thing was is that you can draw with the Apple Pencil and then I know a lot of people have complaining that you can't turn the Apple Pencil over to erase. Mm-hmm. This actually allows you to then use your finger to erase, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, you can zoom in up to three, I think it's 3,000%. Um, and they do allow five uh, layers to be leveraged, which I thought was pretty nice. Um, so for your basic sketch type 
type application. Um, I thought this was a pretty good one as well as I'm interested to see you know, how easy it is to take notes with this. I downloaded it this afternoon. It was pretty easy to get into from a color palette and tool perspective. They have pens, pencils, highlighters, eraser, etc. Um, they showed some people developing um, iOS icons in this. Um, and then you can also export into to JPEG, PNG, as well as um, Photoshop PSD files, which I thought was pretty impressive. So, so looking at this, it, it's not a subscription tool like some of the ones that are out there. It's not filled with in-app purchases, but it does come in at a little bit of a higher price. Um, maybe if you get an Apple Pencil for that nice big iPad you got over there. Man, I need to yeah, acquire the <laughs> iPad and it's just like, oh, how much money do I need to put in to get a keyboard? <laughs> have you noticed? I don't, I don't So, So wait a minute. So... So I, I still have the iPad 3 keyboard from, from, from Zag, right? And, of course, this is made that it goes right onto that old iPad 3, right? Um, so I have kind of jerry-rigged a little bit so I can make this usable. Here's the giant iPad Pro. And then here's the other – This see the stand? See the stand here, this plastic stand uh, that I have it kind of tucked into? So what's really nice, this is actually a uh, USB regular uh, – what is this? Uh, a mini? Micro? Mm-hmm. Mini. Uh, USB like port, right? So, and it's an adapter for a 30-pin old iPad. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the nice thing is because you see that little divot in there, that's just enough room for me to tuck my iPad in behind the <laughs> connector, and now I have a pretty cool nice. laptopy kind of situation with my iPad that I use for the shows here, or. I'm, and also, I don't know if you noticed, I've been using that dual screen thing a bit, throwing mm-hmm. a video up, throwing the Twitter feed up. It just kind of helps command center things as I'm working over here in the, in the studio because I've been editing down here, honestly, rather than up in my office and, and just using this instead of the multiple computers I have up there. So um, it's been it's been a really good experiment. Um, so, so that are you using Duet for that, for the multi-display? Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I'm the, the split. Uh, oh, the split the, screen. The, the, the split screen thing, yeah. Uh, so, so definitely been using that a little bit more than usual and uh, getting used to that and trying to see about like maybe taking the iPad 3 and throwing it up as I do it display on the like Mac Mini, like semi permanently, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, in the meantime. So, but it seems to get a little crashy. I don't know if it's because it's an old 2011 uh, Mac Mini, perhaps, or because I have a million things USB'd into that between all the Drobos and hard drives. So, I don't know. Still figuring that part out. But we'll spend some time up there. I didn't need reminders of how snowy it was outside, so it's been nice to hide in the basement uh, so, to do my work the last few days. So I finally got this going. So yeah, that's uh, Linea from Icon Factory is nine ninety nine on the uh, on the Apple App Store, right? Mm-hmm. So go check that out. I want to talk about robots. Can I talk about robots? Talk about robots. So this is um, how about you know? Hey, you know the discussion is how uh, maybe the robots are going to be taking our jobs more than more than anything else uh this is one this is and i didn't realize this this was interesting this actually came out of a um i hope this is the same one that i was hearing about today um but this this came out of actually a startup thing that jason calacanis was a part of uh called cafe x technologies and there's an article on usa today and upgroove.com and hold on everything rebooted so i gotta make sure it works there we go that almost works We'll, we'll at least get a little bit in there while we're getting going. Um, but, yeah, so it's basically set up that uh, uh, they have these stores in San Francisco and Hong Kong right now. One is a business park in Hong Kong, and San Francisco, I think, is at the Metreon. 
And uh, there's an app or there's a kiosk right there. And uh, it's kind of one of those high-end kind of coffee machines. They were saying on uh, Daily Tech News Show today that uh, it was, you know, just kind of like one of those ones you have at the airport that make pretty decent coffee, right? Uh, so it, 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 it cues it up. It makes it, it puts it on a little warmer for you. There's the little um, kiosk kind of situation that has going on. Sorry. Okay. I, I looked at their website and it threw up an ad for them and it, it showed the animation. Of course, of course it did. And, um, but, uh, yeah. And, and I guess after like five or eight minutes, if you didn't come and claim your, your coffee, they'll go ahead and remake it like for free. It's like if you got waylaid or something yeah. like that. So it, it's a pretty cool little kiosky thing going on there. Um, and then, and yeah, the robot, really the robot arm is just what delivers the coffee to you. So it could be kind of just a little higher end of a, you know, than the, um, the, the coffee machine I find at the, uh, at the, uh, the rest stop on 79, but, uh, but you know, a little more going on with it. Uh, so I thought that was pretty cool. If you want to check out cafexapp.com and if you're in San Francisco, I'd love to hear how this goes or Hong Kong. If we have friends in Hong Kong, maybe who knows perhaps. So, uh, go, go check that out. Uh, Missy. Yes. You have an awesome thing of the week as well. I do have an awesome thing of the week. Uh, I've seen this around Twitter and Facebook a few different times. And the more I've seen it, the more I really, really want it. What it is, is do, do you have it up over there? I will. <laughs> I was just going to look at it. Um, it is a cloud that is a motion-triggered lightning and thunder performance. So you can actually set it so that it does a lightning, like a thunder lightning storm. So I, I'm a fan of thunder lightning, and it's one of those calming things that helps me sleep at night. And this actually interacts with with motion detectors and the other cool thing is it's not just that it's also a music activated visualizing speaker so i instantaneously thought of a punk rave <laughs> like have have it play my entire punk collection and just go completely blitz with with the lighting that it does it's just it's, it's kind of one of those cool things i think i initially made the comment that this reminds me of a um a, a, a Warhol exhibit of yes, some sort. You, you from, did make that comment. On the setup here. At which point I was like, yes, I want it even more. <laughs> it, wasn't there something where they had like multiple ones of these? Yeah, like there was like at a, at a coffee shop. Um, it was like, if you could have one more, I like how he's moving around and moving his arms and all the different clouds yeah. are lighting up and very, yeah. very cool. And they, have, they each have their own little motion and um, motion and sound detectors so depending on which direction you're coming in from you're going to get a different response like he was standing in the middle of it and like the different clouds were doing different things so yeah it, it's completely cool you can have one in a room you can have multiple in a room like what it's showing there uh so yeah i just i think it's really awesome there you go and it's um the uh well this is over on richardclarkson.com slash cloud so this is this a hack that this guy did he has a bunch of different, uh, actually, tech devices over there on his site. So he, this is this is kind of what he does. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. Well, there you go, RichardClarkson.com. Check out the project. That looks pretty pretty cool. Uh, Aaron, yes, you sir. had an awesome thing of the week as well. I did. I was uh, browsing Kickstarter the other day, and I came across a uh, Steadicam uh, stabilizer 
for your phone, for your smartphone. Um, and, right, and they were pledged for $100,000 for their goal. And right now they're at $520,000 with 33 days to go. Mm-hmm. And uh, what it is is it's basically uh, a steady cam like they u- they've been using in movies for uh, decades now, only applied directly to your cell phone. So you can take those really cool shots that you could normally only get with a giant camera right on your cell phone. Um, and they actually uh, collaborated with the inventor of the original Steadicam from the 1970s to uh, build it. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, this is, um, I mean, the the Steadicam's, you know, kind of the main, you know, technology with this. And it's cool to see uh, um, more options like this. There's been some pretty cool phone-based gimbal cams and everything. Uh, I've seen kind of floating around, uh, so like it definitely helps because I don't think people realize how much power they have in these phones. Even if you were like you know back on you know where you like a five or a five S, right, Aaron? Yeah. I mean, 5S. I mean this this is something that can deliver some pretty high performance video in the long run uh, by just just attaching it to something like this and having a little more you know a, a better better movement with it. You know, it helps. Uh, you know the problems with just having something uh, a tiny on it. And so. I, I think they have a side-by-side comparison video with a uh, normal three-axis gimbal uh, Steadicam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess like no, the normal ones that this one has some sort of electronic stabilizer in it or something. I don't know what um, to, so that it really cuts back on the lag mm-hmm. of like when you're turning uh, that you would get normally from a just normal mechanical gimbal steady cam. Awesome. Yeah, it looks at least the, the samples they're showing here look pretty pretty cool. Uh, so it looks like if you you can still get the early bird for $139. There's actually 377 of those left. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, so so definitely definitely worthwhile. And they have some stretch goals too for a GoPro adapter that makes sense. And uh, GoPro gets pretty um, jumpy. <laughs> a lot of times, so it, it's good to see that getting addressed too. Um, so I don't know if I, you guys have watched that. Oh, what was the hardcore Henry? I think it was where it was all GoPros. Oh like, yeah, like that it's was all first person. That was it was. You could tell it was GoPros because it was pretty rough to watch some of the parts where he's just running because yeah. he's just got a rig with like GoPros on the front of it, and, he, and he's just running and doing whatever he needs to do right uh, for, yeah. for the stunts. And it's pretty pretty nuts. So check it out, the Steadicam Volt smartphone um, over on Kickstarter and see if you can pick that up or look at that kind of stuff. So, all right. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Slice on Broadway. Uh, <laughs> won't even let us, I think, what were we saying? They don't let us come in anymore because we were shooting videos this couple of weeks ago and they met us at the door. <laughs> so, <laughs> so thank you so much to our friends over there. So important Pittsburgh podcasting with a perfect pepperoni pizza and join their VIP club. There's a VIP club? This is a VIP club. I you think we're going to do it. online ordering, what but how do I join their VP, you can VIP join. Club. I think it's a text situation uh, or, or something. No, mm. it's email-based. So, uh, well, it's, it's both email and text-based. And I know I've been already been getting some deals for uh, Super Bowl Sunday. So, um, oh, there you go. If you're in the area, if you're in Broadway uh, or on Broadway uh, or in Beachview, down on Carnegie, uh, PA, or near the uh, the ballpark, 
can get your lunch over there. Uh, SliceOnBroadway.com. Thank you so much to them for supporting the show for so long. Uh, PGH underscore Slice on the Twitter. All right, back into the stories. Uh, first of all, uh, some sad news this week on some awesome things. Hold on, Sheila, can you grab um, all the one things? The, I don't know what the one things within reach there. There's a there's a big yellow thing beside you that I think might be on, actually. I see a red light. Yeah, yeah. Go, reach for the red light. Reach for the red light. So, um, <laughs> but the passing of the... It's fa- corded. It's corded. Yes, it's corded. I- <laughs> What is this crazy technology? Okay, this didn't work out. This didn't work out too well. It's 8-bit eight eight bit shape. Also, can you switch it off? Because apparently I forgot to switch it off. There you go. But I'm a VIP member, so it's okay. Oh, there yes. you go. Uh, but but uh, sad news is the father of Pac-Man, uh, Masaya Nakamura, uh, passed away at the age of 91. And we hear the clicky buttons of Pac-Man going on Where's over the there. screen? Where's the screen? Uh, well, we'd have to switch it over. Ah. Actually, that box next to you will do it. Um, but then you'll just be playing Pac-Man the rest ah. of the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, so that was sad to hear that. Um, but, of course, he was... Um, so this was interesting. This is one thing I heard about how, how they started Namco with two mechanical horses in the top of a shopping center. How did that work? What? Yeah, like 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 just like a ride or something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, that was that was pretty interesting. So like the everything like the penny horse machines. Yeah, I think so. Like, I think one of those kind of things. Like maybe maybe yeah. it was one of their kind of deals. <coughs> so, um, but uh, you know, kind of shout outs for the Pac Man for that. Uh, so that was uh, submitted by uh, Brandon out there on the uh, Facebook, I believe. And uh, this is what Kama Kamagami Robots. Missy, did you look more into this than I may have? I think I looked into it about as much as you. About, did. about as much as I have. Also, this, this this was this was contributed by uh, Amanda Narcissi, of course, um, and their little robots. Wow, they move and they. So I guess they're. Uh, so, I, I think the top of them are like paper, maybe like this paper kind of thing, and you can you put in their control by an app. They look like these little uh, I remember these little bug robots. Yeah, and they're kind of origami. You put them together, and they're robots. That, that's all there is to it. They're bigger. They're like advanced paper planes. They're 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 bigger than those little micro like type like the micro bug things. ones that, that that kind of shoot across this, yeah. this the, the the floor and, and it uses drag and drop programming so there's it's oh, it wow. actually connects to a mobile device and you can i can replay the video um you can actually program the robots for nice. i'm guessing an uprising for <laughs> animal inspired robots so if you want to scare the crap out of your relatives that happen to be afraid of cockroaches or spiders or rats, uh, just just get these things going around the house, and uh, that'll work out. But they move really. really well. I, I'm pretty impressed. I mean, they move really fast. Yeah, yeah. My favorite takeaway on well, this. Go ahead. My favorite takeaway on this was actually the note that she left on the Facebook, which was, "I got seriously geeked over these damn Facebook ads." So this <laughs> is something that was completely targeted in a Facebook ad for her, mm-hmm. and it's something that's really kind of cool actually and they're um going for 99 dollars for one of them 149 for a pair of them so there you go mm-hmm. um hate the robots so and there's, there's a lot of i think with the program going into it too if you're just like oh these are paper robots why is it so expensive like it's a little more than that i think a little bit so all right so there's some stuff going on this week 
that applies to being awesome. Um, of course, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world and uh, um, right now, and we try to keep it on the tech side of things uh, where it applies. And this this is actually good. I mean, how many times have we heard about, uh, not to sound too strong, but re- revolutions around Twitter and everything like that? And, of course, there's some things going on where the... Um, like basically was it everything like all the epa and 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 all the science organizations were told to stop disseminating information without review i believe yeah i believe i believe it was that they had to have approved like any messages they were sending out had to be approved through the uh proper channels Mm -hmm. and they didn't there, it started, I think, with a park service. Mm-hmm. That the national, the it, national, yeah, park the service. national park service yeah. was talking about climate change and its impact upon everything going on. Because that's what they follow. That's what they promote for people. You know, for that. Um, and it's, it's, you know, and they have, they have the science. They, it's just the thing they research, right? Yes. So, so the the natural response was that they continued. And they got called out on it. You know, they got their hands smacked. So all sorts of alt campaigns have have come out of Twitter based on, you know, government employees who have gone rogue, so to say, uh, continuing to tell people what's going on through alternative channels on Twitter. Mm -hmm. So uh, related to that, there's uh, a specific list that we found of all of the alt gov accounts um everything from like epa to uh, uh center for disease control uh, national EPA. weather service yeah i mean pretty much food and drug administration everything that could possibly have nasa of course yeah i love the alt nasa ones <laughs> to be honest <laughs> resistance nasa rogue nasa alt nasa i even saw t-shirts going around oh yeah national there's... institutes of health national oceanic atmospheric administration u.s arctic research commission u.s board of geographic names yeah, it's it's crazy because I think that list just keeps just keeps growing and growing and growing. If, to be honest, if nothing else, you learn what organizations are out there. Like like somebody was tweeting today. I have never wanted to wanted to needed to cared about following a national park service, right? Let alone go into one. Some people, uh, Forest Service, National Weather Service, Badlands National Park Service, Glacier National Park. As a wrestling crossover joke in there somewhere, um, yeah, it's 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 really I, I it's amazing that more than just the big ones are doing this too, and just kind of putting this information out there. So that's that's really interesting. You, you can't you can't stop Twitter, well, my, right? My favorite was actually turned into a meme, and it was shortly after the parks one had gone off, and I think it was uh, oh, I can't think of his name right now, the Star Trek guy that everybody loves oh uh Dakai? yes mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure it was him that i uh, had leslie note from parks and rec we all know who's responsible for for the alt parks and rec one it, it was absolutely leslie note so it was it was just it was one yeah, of those really fun you, you just pictured amy poehler behind a keyboard like doing yeah. alternate <laughs> national park out of pawnee <laughs> new york right so remember she took the job at the end didn't she I think she did. I yeah. think she did, right? Yeah. So spoiler alert. Oh no, I'm, I, I, have no, <laughs> I was gonna say I have no intent in watching it. <laughs> Sorry if you haven't started on Netflix yet. My apologies. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go to the 
future. Anyways, uh, but <laughs> from there, uh, but but it was interesting, and I was reading an article that I think is is worth uh, people checking out uh, that Forbes actually put out. I'm reading Forbes more and more these days. I've noticed around tech stories, um, but there's some some good write ups over there. But uh, but it, you know what the rogue EPA everything uh, uh, accounts teach us about the future of social me- of social. And again, you can't keep this stuff down basically right you, you you can't kind of put a pause on information at this point and uh and i think it's interesting to see you know everybody kind of exercising that um around around what's going on right now uh so well the, the one thing that does worry me about this is how do you figure out what's what's real yeah. what's real because some of those I mean, some... we talked about this with the last week yeah with the fake news with fake news is you know how how do we how do we know someone just doesn't come up with some random alt account and they're putting out misinformation Mm -hmm. that's that's the only thing that will kind of worry me about this i it's not like their twitter i mean twitter came up with their whole verification system to to prove the person there's nothing to stop me from starting an alt like there's alt awesome yeah like an alt awesome you know epa something and 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 put my facts facts out there um no absolutely but i think some of these have kind of a you know dem- demonstrating by by linking sources and everything right and mm-hmm. i think again you kind of have to cuz i was looking at one of the rogue national park services ones and they were getting kind of uh, nasty which kind of turned me off of the whole idea of following them. And I, I can't remember which one, but it was one of the rogue accounts. I mean, there are three NASA ones, for instance, you know, so who knows? Um, and, and, and there's other things popping up, like like uh, supposedly um, staffers in the White House have a, have a Twitter account that they're, they're putting information out. But that is wildly unconfirmed because it wouldn't be going on for long if you could confirm it, for one thing. Uh, so, I mean, this is, and we've seen this in other camp- companies and, and, you know, whistleblowers and things like that of, of, you know, lesser accounts. So I think, uh, I, I, you know, it's kind of hard to keep a lid on something like this. And for, is this another discussion that came up this, this, this last week for all the attention that Twitter gets, I think what we were talking in the Slack, somebody was, uh, said, isn't Twitter like really happy about all these rogue accounts right now? um for for attention and between that and look how much the president is doing it actually after like the president is going to be facebook living his his supreme court nominees like around when we end the show tonight right and for you know you know we started last last um um last president you know getting into the social media world and seeing them use these kinds of things and and, and directly talking and now it's having more and more whether you like it or not, right? But also everybody can respond too. So it's in, it's interesting uh, kind of where we're at with that kind of thing. And this is only going to, it's only going to grow at this point too. Um, and it'll be interesting. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw the hashtag thanks, thanks Trump for the uh, water contamination in Pittsburgh that popped up. Um, but anyways, uh, by the way, Pittsburgh, please boil your water tonight. <laughs> From what I'm hearing, I, I think we're okay in the South Hills, but uh, like Middle Pittsburgh, that was just like P- I think it was just PWSA. P- well, P- yeah, no, I'm P- P- that's Pittsburgh Water Service. Yeah, but so. I mean, some people have Amer- uh, Pennsylvania American Water. I got both. You have both. You have two water lines coming. No, or? one's a sewage account uh, and one's a water account. No, P- PS- PWSA does water and sewage, but you can just have a, se- a separate sewage account. Uh, just I them. must just have a sewage account with them. Yeah, then your water might be okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have to go on Pennsylvania American Water. Ah, uh, 
okay. All right. Free plug. Free plug to... Yeah. <laughs> if you're looking to change your water service, I'm also giving you the wrong title. I apologize about that. I've been hitting the wrong button. Uh, but anyways, uh, so I don't know. It, it, it's it's really interesting to see where this is going. And, and again, kind of, you know, information's out there and now we need to clarify it, right? <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of going to keep rolling with this. Um, Chilla, I think I saw you comment on this next story. Which the uh, Pittsburgh tunnels are going to get cell service officially. So you're no longer going to lose cell service, which I've been losing the river's edge when I go through the Fort Pitt tunnel lately um, because I didn't let it buffer enough. Um, now you had a little bit of, I love that we have a story from like, like action news Pittsburgh here. I don't want to give their name cause I'm not happy with them. Uh, but anyways, so uh, what, what, what's your problem with this that you were talking about? <coughs> So there's an additional tunnel that many, many people, probably more, I would I would hazard to guess that almost more people travel through per I don't day know than about, any one single tunnel. Okay. All right. Um, but you have also, but, you're typically people aren't driving through this tunnel. Yes. So they, they, it's more noticeable. So they're not doing the train tunnel from the South Hills into the city, which really, really surprised me. I don't know if it's, I don't know, maybe the Port Authority owns that tunnel or well, yeah, they I think have it's to fund the, the what, whatnot in there. What's PennDOT this versus PennDOT, Port Authority, yeah. right? But, um, so, the, so they're, they're putting the, um, DAS systems in the Liberty, Squirrel Hill and Fort Pitt, um, and Fort Pitt, I think Liberty and Squirrel Hill are complete. Fort Pitt will be activated first quarter 2017. Um, it's. I haven't had many problems with calls drop that I can remember. I know data. Yeah. Typically they, they kind of stick around if you're in a call, right? They would stick around as long as I wasn't in like rush hour traffic and stuck. If I could drive from one end of the tunnel to the other, I had no problem. Like you don't hand off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But if I got stuck during rush hour, by the time that I got so far into the tunnel, my call would drop. And I think it's really important considering um, a couple weeks ago, there was a big accident in the Liberty Tunnel, too. So how do you communicate with all those people stuck in the middle of the tunnel? And it was to the point where we, we pulled up to them after it happened and there were people like driving the opposite way out of the tunnel and people were stuck down there. Somebody said they were playing hockey in the tunnel or something like that <laughs> while they were waiting for this. Um, just like cars were piled up basically in the middle of it. So that's, I think that's very important for that communication. You know, and, and and being able to get to people uh, and and get it, get that information. So. But I think this is interesting too, because when you look at Pittsburgh, I mean, you hear about big cities like New York getting it in their subway tunnels and in their tunnels, mm-hmm. and and Pittsburgh's kind of right along with them. So, from a major metropolitan part perspective, it's it's nice to see them keeping up. Well, in the meantime, maybe uh, maybe the 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 computers or the robots will make our coffee and then save us from the tunnel before they kill us all. Uh, because, uh, apparently they can, uh, uh, take on poker players. Yeah. This, this actually interested me because unlike, and I didn't realize this until I read the article, but I guess unlike chess, poker's a little bit harder to kind of program. Cause it's, AI for, cause it's very human. Yeah. There's, it's less about what's in what spot and what, what all the potential next moves are. Um, there's a lot more that can happen in a game of poker. Um, and interestingly enough, back to the, back to another Pittsburgh topic, what caught my um, eye on this was if you look at the back of that computer monitor, it's Rivers Casino because CMU 
actually develop the AI. <laughs> oh, um, they so, didn't do this here in Pittsburgh, did they? I don't. I couldn't tell from the picture, and I can't. I couldn't figure out from the article if it actually took place in Pittsburgh or if it was online only, or mm-hmm. or how it worked. Um, from a from a how they got the humans involved and brought them in. I don't know. It's the Kenny Rogers classic. I don't believe that's something they would have done here. Yeah, I don't know. I just saw the 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 Rivers Casino thing. I don't yeah. Know. Um, but the AI was Libratus, L-I-B-R-A-T-U-S. It was written by um, some people at CMU. Um, A Carnegie Mellon professor, uh, Thomas uh, Sandholm. Yeah. It's spelled weird, so. So they did did offer up some cash to, depending on how how far the humans could get. Um, He did say it was pretty impressive, as, as far as the, the the run for the money that that the humans gave the AI, but overall in the end, um, the AI did win. I was uh, impressed, and give me one second. Um, uh, Libertus wasn't designed specifically to beat poker, and for that matter, the insanely high-powered computer Libertus actually runs on aren't built for that either. At its core is a series of algorithms that can interpret the rules and constraints of a certain situation and figure out a strategy when it doesn't know what the other party knows. So it's it's pretty interesting because it's taking, going above and beyond just trying to program a bunch of rules and, and confined situations, and it, it tries to interpret what's going on. So I thought it, I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, so so another another way that the the robots are going to rise up against us. Apology, not the Kenny Rogers classic. They were just quoting the song. Actually, don't say where this happened. AI is um, chess players. Um, yeah, they, they don't go into where or anything like that. Uh, hello, the game. No, no limit. Texas home. The stakes. Human pride. <laughs> Jeez, they're having too much fun with these. Also, the other one was like, like, sorry, puny human. <laughs> and it went on for 20 days. 20 days? Like the wow. same? So is, at the end of 20 days, like after 120,000 hands. Huh. 120,000 hands? That's what it says. Jeez. 120,000 hands. Wow. In 20 days. In 20 days. That's a lot of there poker. There you go. Well, there's a lot of poker. I guess you get to move that along. Um gonna go with that uh so sorry moving up through this this was good news coming up and i know this is something we've been kind of falling for a bit but this this kind of makes sense considering what's happening with chromebooks and everything uh, adobe's creative cloud android apps are coming to are coming to android i'm sorry are coming to chromebooks uh so this was a big deal. I, I kind of misread this and got a little overexcited because I'm like, Photoshop's coming in the Chromebooks. What? <laughs> uh, but no, that's not the case. It's whatever Android apps there are. And that's stuff like Adobe Spark that we're already using, uh, Photoshop Mix. So no full-fledged version, but there, there, there is discussions of they're trying to get full-fledged versions of, say, Lightroom on these applications, like for your iPad pad and your your android tablet right so as those become better so will something on the chromebook and now that's one less pro one less less reason to get a higher end laptop is with windows with uh, a mac or anything like that so that i'm looking forward to and i'm hoping this is another step in that direction i i think it's interesting because it it'll be interesting to see how android 
handles the development for this platform because when you think about iOS, you develop for the display and the different the different displays out there from the from the phone to the tablet, and then they borrow the kind of you were talking about the split screen as two iPads side by side. Right. Um, it'll be interesting to see how Android handles this over time, and will they give the developers tools to kind of build UIs based on form factor? And then will Adobe run with this based on adoption and, and start really taking off their apps for things like the Chromebook? I think it gives them a, an ability, too, to build, rebuild from the ground up, which could potentially make the apps much more powerful and, and, and run better on those devices. So I'm, I'm excited for where this takes us. Certainly. And in, in related news and kind of bridging everything that we kind of been talking about here, um, apparently IBM Watson compared Trump's inaugural speech to Obama's. Missy, you kind of you had a little bit more uh, uh, reading into this. Like what what did they kind of find between? Them? Yeah, this this is something that uh, I found actually over on LinkedIn. And it was kind of interesting because it's one of the guys, I guess, that works with IBM Watson completely you know, put out there that this is, has nothing to do with anything that they're doing specifically. I just wanted to run this comparison to see what it would give me. And he didn't run it like an in-depth type of thing, but he ran it based on Obama's speeches and Trump's inaugural speech. And it compared a bunch of different things. And he was surprised by the comparisons that it drew because he expected to have a great disparity between the two of them. And this stuff that Watson actually broke it down to the bits and pieces of it were actually kind of similar in comparison. So it, he was, he was actually kind of blown away by how not different Watson broke it down between them. Uh, if you pull up the article, if you can, uh, there, there were actually some images and some graphics. If you go down further down into it and it, shows like some of the basic stuff there, you know, it broke down the, the time, the duration of it, the words, um, you know, how many times they used certain words and keywords and phrases and different things like that. Like uh, I versus we and me. And yeah. No just me. basic stuff. How but, many pauses for applause, most frequent words like uh national nation versus America, sympathy versus assertive. Yeah. But if you go further down in the article, like down toward the bottom, 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 it actually draws some more comparisons between everything. Like keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, I don't know. It's pictures. It's yeah, there's lighting. there's a bunch of pictures. It's it it loads, but like it deep dove down into like these are some of the basic comparisons that were drawn. Like they did words. They did uh, you know some different comparisons between uh, just I, I can't recall specifically targeted but, sentiment. Yeah. So like a bunch of different like deep dive type of comparison between it, and it was really weird again if you keep going down i'm gonna see if i can pull up my... this is a super long article it, it is a super super long article this is this is what I'm, I'm trying to get to mm -hmm. so they're taking can you read because i can't read any of that um, uh this is a visual data comparison between trump and obama yeah and the the oh. things that they're comparing across the bottom intellect fiery achievement striving trust uncompromising and if if you're on the visual for this you can mm -hmm. see that the Trump and Obama comparisons that Watson was drawing based on the different keywords and things that they were using, it's not, there's not much difference between them. Mm -hmm. And that was what the startling part was because everybody's expecting that there's going to be this great disparity. And it really wasn't when it was broken down. 
It's really interesting because, it, you know, it, it's really delivery over content at that point, right? Yeah. And the other the other thing that he did specify on was, you know, this took, I, I'm pretty sure that he said that they took into comparison, like, all of Obama's presidential speeches. So that's eight years worth of speeches that he had given. And the only, you know, presidential speech that Trump had given at the point was just the his inauguration speech. Um so like it was just a very 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 basic he he was curious to see how it would look i think it's really interesting i think it'd be interesting to do this with some of his other speeches because they kind of classically go off script yeah so that's that's the other thing so i mean i think that if somebody were to actually take this and do a more full-scale comparison on it i think it would be that much more interesting to see what it, it spits out because like i said i was expecting not so much comparison between the two of them like they, they were more similar amongst watson's breakdown than i really expected it to be certainly certainly awesome uh from that chilla comcast has a beta for using your roku like a cable box yeah i thought this was interesting so another okay. thing, another cool. another, there another tool okay. uh, another tool for cord cutters mm-hmm. um and maybe maybe not cutting the cable company, but cutting the proverbial cable box from the from the company. Um, they've partnered up with Roku. There's a beta out there. Um, you can get your Xfinity TV service through mm-hmm. the Xfinity TV app. It will give you live TV on demand, cloud DVR. Um, you can't rent or buy content or playback previous previously purchased content which i I thought was interesting because it's almost like their their version of itunes i was surprised that they can't play that back over this service but they can play your cloud dvr recordings um but i thought like i said i thought it was pretty interesting when i when i look at these types of devices i personally i think this is more of the future of the cable box um kind of a choose your own um and then everything's kind of delivered through an app and i think it also gives a, a capability for more people to up upgrade their devices at, mm-hmm. as they want to well isn't it one of those things where you know every time i get the deal from verizon fios of oh it's only 10 bucks more and we'll give you this i'm like great i can have all that rest of that uh you know the logins and everything like that then it's like well no they're gonna make me rent a box and that starts adding up on top of things and mm-hmm. you're just like i know that's not what i want to do you know, it's like I already have plenty of things hooked up to my TV that can deliver lots of stuff. And uh, definitely been thinking a lot about how much I am kind of putting into those services, too, in comparison. So, And, and even for someone that, I mean, we have way more TVs than people, mm-hmm. but we don't have as many cable boxes. Right. I mean, we have two cable boxes, but we have TVs everywhere. So the thought process, even from a TiVo perspective, we've put streams in, in one of the rooms, which actually just streams right off of one of the other boxes in the other room. Yeah. What I like about this is, in the Roku's small enough, you could just literally pick it up and plug it in in another room and mm-hmm. re- reboot it and it's up in, in seconds. And it's cheaper. And it's yeah. so much cheaper. You can grab a stick. Mm-hmm. Right? So, like, one of the sticks is, like, what, 35 bucks? Yep. So And, I, and you're good to go. So, so like I said, th- this is something that interests me. Um, other companies have tried this before, even Comcast with like the Xbox 360. Um, I actually used the Verizon app um, on Xbox 360 and, and Xbox One for a while. They unfortunately discontinued that. Um, I hope I hope that um, Comcast moves this forward and gets forces people forces other cable companies 
boundless path. Certainly. That's awesome. Um, well, let's hope. I mean, it's you're actually looking like, do we, 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 we got some in the mail. Like, do you want Comcast? I'm like, no, the entirety of Allentown was down last weekend for, for Comcast. So, you know, I don't know if I want to rely on them on my internet service. Oh, yeah, so they, they even gave us like a card for like sign up now and get, get X like percent 75, off. Or something like that. $75 gift card or something yeah, like that. Yeah, this is crazy. It's it's like, literally didn't even think about it. He was like, nope. nope. <laughs> they just nope. called me at work earlier today asking if I'd like to upgrade. I'm not entirely sure it wasn't a scam, but either way, the man was treated the same as if it was. <laughs> yeah, it gets, I mean, it gets a little uh, iffy, you know, because I'd love to, I'd, I'd love to get something cheaper because I keep seeing my Fios bill go up for the same service and mm-hmm. the same modem that they've been given, they, I've had for like ever. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what, what to do with that as far as internet goes. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I know. Go give me the finger. You give me the. Oh, oh, you have something. This looks like. Okay, we got to talk about hand signals because this looks like the wrap up sign. It should be. It should be. That's the wrap up sign. This should be the talk to me. The talk to me sign. Come here. This is the hey, pay attention to me. Yeah, this is the hey, pay attention to me. Uh, We we do have an update uh, on the boil water advisory Um, (laughs) in our in our Twitter feed. Roughly one hundred thousand people are affected by the. Water boil advisory. It was it was everybody um, in the Penn Hills, like Squirrel Hill area. Yeah, like a, like yeah. the middle like the in middle between of the town. two rivers. Yeah, yeah. Was, I just uh, I just thought it was interesting that it literally yeah. just popped up a story in my. They said it was a lack of feed. chlorine in the water. Um, a so lack of a lack of chlorine. So how much chlorine are we supposed to be consuming? Uh, enough to kill the bacteria. Well, there's <laughs> that seems like <laughs> what's the what's the uh, better of two evils, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, exactly. Well, we had a few stories we didn't get into. Of course, uh, Periscope added uh, probably made it in America by immigrants to their app. I thought was interesting. Cal Penn raises five hundred thousand dollars for Syrian refugees in response to a bigoted Instagram comment. It was ugly, but it got pretty you know nice turnaround on that that one uh and i know he's been around talking about it, so definitely again great good great stuff can happen with social media you know i i think it's important not to concentrate so much on the bad going on right now right there's a lot of connections being made right now uh apple's night shift is coming to mac os i, I i'm looking <coughs> oh sorry it's okay it's okay you have a very wide mic yes uh but anyways <laughs> Um. The, 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 oh, and the uh, press secretary keeps tweeting his Twitter password out. So, as a good reminder for everybody, don't tweet your password <laughs> while we're at it. So, security, security, security. Um. Yeah. Uh, don't forget that NASA also made all of its scientific research available for free. There you go. Oh. There you like go. Like that freeze dried ice cream. <gasps> Ooh. Oh. We are gonna rabbit hole that. We can. We gotta go find the recipe for that that free freeze dried ice cream. Um, which do they still sell it at the Carnegie Science Center? That was always one of my I favorite think, parts of going they, down they should. There. So they, they yeah. should. Like, can I just get it at and the grocery store? For like, all we know, it's the same package that that was on the shelf in 1995, <laughs> except for the ones that I bought as a kid. Uh, <laughs> Were those the leftovers from the space station? Oh, sorry, go ahead. What? Were those the leftovers from the space station? These are the ones we brought back. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> exactly. Um, a lot more fun stuff. If you want to check out some of the links to some of the stuff we did not get to, please check out the show notes over at awesomecast.net uh, for this episode 334 over there. Um, so, hey, thank you, everybody. Well, there, there is a, there's a couple things coming up. One, I know meetup.com, there's a tech, a tech meetup? A tech, what did I just sign up for? <laughs> There's like a tech drinks tomorrow night that I'm going to be uh, trying to swing out to. Uh, so if there's any awesome casters out there, please say hi. And I think that's really all it. There's some kind of, of ball foot game of some sort this weekend that there's like commercials or something. I, I also think that you're also forgetting about our really important upcoming uh, PodCamp Pittsburgh events. PodCamp. Yes, I did forget about those. What's coming up? <laughs> what are we doing next what's the next one is the okay. music next can, can you keep in mind that your wife is like severely ill over here <laughs> yes well for information on that go over to podcamppittsburgh.com um no hey no we are doing evening with podcamp uh like i'm trying to remember which week it is uh, like the 16th i think it is uh, whatever that thursday is um there's gonna be an evening with podcamp on music and social media and then the following day we also have our regular flip it Oh, okay. We have prior to that we have our boot camp, and I can't recall what we're doing. It's for mobile apps for content creation. So oh, that's yeah. stuff like that's the we were about like the like Adobe the Adobe apps. products exactly. So bring your Chromebook because you might be able to use it soon. Uh, so go check that out. I think you were going to be leading that. Yes, yes, I am. So uh, go check that out. And I have very little to do with many of these things so that's great <laughs> so uh, again check all that stuff out at podcamppittsburgh.com and uh i think it's all for that kind of stuff john chachilla he's at chilla on the twitters john chill on the facebooks chilla, come talk to me chillatech.net let's talk tech. ask him let's talk tech um also featured on our video feeds in oh yes awesome. that actually worked out really well worked out really well yeah. the, the awesome tips were unveiled this week so hopefully i can get another one out this week we have about three or four in the can i think yeah really gotta, great response to those yeah we gotta oh, get, i don't know how many were your family though uh, just only only really? only two or three were family related a mm -hmm. lot of other people were just people i know um so yeah well received um I'm interested in doing more. Let's get back in the studio. Let's get back into the green screen and put you on there. We haven't even gotten to the good part of what we're, what we're doing with <laughs> these. Because we, we shot some really interesting stuff that I need to um, have some fun with in editing. But, no, I, I really like how that how that looked, uh, you know, with the, with the uh, you know, we, what, what did we... Actually, that's for gold. We'll, we'll talk about exactly how we did some of that a little bit later. Um, Aaron Parkus. Yes, sir. It's not really on the internet yet. I'm not. I'm working on it. You're working on it. <laughs> He's working on being on the internet. I'm working on it right now. Where, where can people see your work? Is is, um, is there is there some places they can go check yeah, out things if, that you? Uh, if you're looking for a good time, head over to uh, Escape Room Pittsburgh. <laughs> uh, I loved it there. Oh, did you did you go to the? That was my Green, awesome thing of the week. The not... Greenfield Greenfield location or Homestead? I went to the Greenfield location. Okay, Homestead location has now has two escape rooms. That are uh, Generation 2 escape rooms that are all controlled by a computer Ooh. and not locking key. So it's all automated. Nice. Uh, so if you're looking for something fun to do on the weekend, check that out. There you go. Joe's looking it up, I can tell. Um, yes. I'm, I'm, well, I'm assembling teams. <laughs> there you go. And, of course, Missy Swords at Rebellious Flaw, at least for now, on the Twitters. 
helping us out with things. And, and usually a lot of the tweets are her as well on our accounts. Yes, definitely. A lot of tweets. Uh, yeah. So our belly's fly. You can find me at sidekick media services. Like Sorg said, pretty much his stuff. Uh, yeah, just just doing some awesome stuff on the internet. Podcamp Pittsburgh. We've we've got some great news coming up in the not so distant future. So follow us on Podcamp Pittsburgh, PC PGH on the Twitters. There you go. Check it out. And of course, uh, sorgatronmedia.com for all the podcasts that we're doing, psychic media services for stuff we're doing for the businesses, or if you need a hand, like I said, we just had a meeting today with some people, hopefully uh, uh, spinning up a new podcast, so spin up some other stuff with our friends at Format SAE. It should be coming out very shortly. And uh, so uh, 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 please uh, uh, check all that stuff out and subscribe to the show. Support us, patreon.com slash awesomecast. And uh, until next time, thanks to our awesome chat room that's been uh, rocking in there. You've been our awesome audience. Have an awesome week. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.